Hey there, welcome to episode seven of the Draft Champions Podcast. We're here doing a live draft right now. This is the Rotowire Online Championship. I'm here with Colin Weatherwax. How you doing? Hey Zach, how's it going, man? I am good. I'm uh, good. We were uh, having some technical difficulties and we're already well underway in this draft. I think we're into round three. Yep. Okay, so you had pick four and I was on the turn. I had the last pick. I had pick 12. It's a 12 man. Uh, why don't you give me an update? Because I was trying to get logged back on. What's happened so far? <laughs> I have so, no idea. Yeah, so... Uh, the I, know, first... I know who I picked. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, so the first round went a little interesting, uh, especially the first five or so picks. So Acuna went off first. Trout went second, which actually helped me because of the recent news that just came out over the HGH allegations and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I have not I, heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely read into that. So apparently um, someone really close to the team um, found a loophole for Mike Trout to be taking HGH um, in order to treat his thyroid issue. So apparently the MLB knows about it, but it still seems kind of allegations right now. So we'll kind of see how that goes. But it took the decision out of my hands to to draft him or not to draft him. So he went second. Uh, the first surprise pick was number three, and that was Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger was taken over Christian Yelich, over Garrett Cole. Um, so that left me in an interesting position. Do I take Christian Yelich and take the value um, at pick number four or go with my original plan and take Garrett Cole. Well, I ended up taking Garrett Cole at number four, and Yelich went number five. Interesting. I'm on the clock right now, and this is just we're, we're already we're gonna we're, we'll catch up in a second. But I'm on the three four turn right now, and I don't have any pitchers uh, yet. So I'm looking at who's available from the pitcher. Your boy Flaherty's already gone, so you don't have to look for him. My boy Castillo is there. Castillo, yeah, he is. Um, shit. Ooh, Castillo and Paddock are there. Both your boys. Well, I'm going to take Castillo as one of my players. And then that will buy me some time because the only reason I chose him is because he's my top pitcher on the board. And then now I'm sort of wishing I didn't go with Trevor Story because Xander Bogarts is here. No, you, you went with the right move at the start. Um, but to, to fall back on Castillo, so you have him, the top pitcher on your board, just so everyone knows, Sale, Nola, Corbin, Kershaw, and Paddock were other pitchers with – with more ADP or higher ADP. Yes. All right. Well, um, now I'm just uh, sorry. I'm not talking too much because I'm sort of in the tank right now thinking <laughs> is Albie's gone. Uh, let me see. Albie's. Yes. Yeah. He went right before you. There's, there's a middle in, there's middle infield spots in these, right? Yes. Okay. So we're going to go with uh, Xander Bogarts. Nice. Okay. Now, now I got, now I sort of have some breathing room here to, yeah. to, to you, think. You've got a whole like uh, 25 picks until you have to pick again. So, okay, good. Uh, I said the top five, um, Acuna, Trout, Bellinger, Cole, Yelich, then Bregman, Betts, DeGrom, Lindor, Turner, Verlander, Soto rounds out the first round. So Soto, um, was, that, Soto was my pick. Yeah. That gets to your pick and you paired Soto with Trevor story, which I really like uh, on the turn here at pick number 12. Yeah, I, I felt that um, those are players that um, I wouldn't really expect to get to the end of the first round, even in a 12-team league. Well, mm-hmm. so do I would, but just um, a story, not so much. I would, have, I would have expected story to be gone by now. Yeah, I agree. And but, you, you pair those, those two bats, and they're very uh, contrast styles, which really helps 
um, with Soto's average uh, pretty much, you know, his whole development curve going upwards and then stories just complete consistency all over the board. Right. Thanks. Um, I actually was considering Tatis there, but um, I couldn't find myself taking Tatis over story. Yeah. I, I think you made the right call. All right. Then uh, after that, um, not, not unexpected. Actually, the, only, the, the players I was uh, debating there that I didn't take were Bueller and, and story. Uh, Bueller and Tatis that I didn't take. And then after that, Ramirez, Bueller and Scherzer went and then Tatis. So all, mm-hmm. of, the, all of the players obviously were being considered there. Yeah. Then uh, I started take, to get the sweats a little bit because there was uh there was five picks until me and four guys. I really want, or three guys I really wanted um, were all taken right before me. So it was Clevenger, Freddie Freeman and Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado was going to go at pick number 22. If, if he went to me, uh, he ended up going 21st, so I had to settle, quote-unquote, for Anthony Rendon. That's a good pick. Solid pick right there. Yeah. I thought about your boy, Jack Flaherty, but I'm like, I'm going to draft with Zach. I cannot pick J- Jack Flaherty at his but, ADP. But you, know, but you know that I would never be able to get – he was never falling to me. Oh, either. yeah. I knew that, but – I. As you were, you were trying to be. You were trying to be nice. You were just. You were just thinking about how you were down on Flaherty. What we were talking about him, and you were down on Flaherty, and, and I think Castillo as well, like rel- right. relative to the other pitchers around that. Yes, around yeah. that. Um, I guess ADP for sure. So, uh, so like I said, I ended up settling uh, for Anthony Rendon, and then Flaherty went uh, right after that, and then Judge Endeavors rounds out. Uh, you're on round the clock, right? By the way, yes, I am on the clock. Um, let me see where I'm going to go. Start, I'll, I'll continue talking. So Devers and Strasburg um, were on the turn of round two and three. And then we saw Mondesi going. And then I, I felt this is, I'm surprised that Bieber fell that far to 3.3. Me too. Um, not that I was really targeting him or could target him with my draft position. No, I was actually considering him uh, with my pick. And of course he gets sniped again, um, but I'm okay with the consolation prize. So I had my pick between JD Martinez and Bryce Harper and I paired Anthony Rendon with J.D. Martinez. Um, I think that gives me a, a huge boost in average, um, just just huge above the field. I mean, these are two guys that both hit above 314 last year, um, both hit over 30 home runs. So I don't have an empty average there. I have a complete offensive player um, with both guys. So I was really excited about that. Yeah, that's huge. You're just going to be looking for some stolen bases, I'd imagine. So you have Garrett, yeah. you have Garrett Cole, right? Yep. Cole, um, Rendon, and J.D. Martinez. That's huge. I, like, I love that start. You're going to be looking for some speed, though. Oh, I just took it in my, in my uh, round four. Okay. Well, let's not spoil it. <laughs> let's, not, let's, uh, try and, let's try and catch up to round four before I'm, before I'm up again. Okay. Um, so Bart, Bryce Harper went right after you, and then Peter Alonzo, Blake Snell. Austin. Blake Snell is someone who I was also considering at that pick. I love yeah. Blake Snell this year. Yeah, I have, I have Blake Snell right up there with Castillo. Uh, I think they're pretty close for me. Um, and one of the things I'm going to be doing in this draft is more so than the 15-teamers because there's waivers here and it's a little bit more shallow, mm-hmm. is going more upside than, than the 15-teamers. I think it gives you a little bit more leeway to do, to do that. Mm-hmm. So Snell would be so – I would, I would value Snell a little bit higher in these formats than I would in the, in the draft champions. Yeah, yeah, I can see that for sure. After that, Meadows went, and then VR. I'm not on. I don't think I'll have any VR this year. No, I, I definitely won't either. Um, I'm just basically ignoring him for all intents and purposes. 
but happy that he's going to someone else in round three. Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what? He could be, he could yield value. I don't know, but I'm just not going to, I'm just not going to put all my eggs in that basket at all. After that, Glaber Torres, Ozzy Albies went before my picks in uh, on the three, four turn. And I chose um, players that I've been getting quite frequently this year are Luis Castillo. It probably took him ahead of some other players that were ahead of him, ahead of him on the a list of ADP, but I chose him because I'm in on him this year. Um, as I've spoken about, then I took Xander Bogarts, who I've taken as early as the second round in some draft and holds. After that, Real Muto went, which um, I really like because I think these catchers in a more shallow format have even more value. Yeah, that seems a little high to me, but I understand it. I understand it too. I wouldn't have done it, but I understand it and um, I get it and I definitely get the logic, but I don't, I couldn't, personally, I couldn't pass the bats that are available. Right. Still, I wouldn't do it. After Real Muto, you had Jordan Alvarez, Blackman, and then Chris Sale at 4.5. Yeah. After after so, that, you had Altuve, Hira, Keston Hira, mm-hmm. George Springer, Sterling Marte fell quite a bit compared to what I'm usually. Well, guess who took Starling Marte, sir? Oh, that was your pick. That was my pick. See, I wasn't I even. I, wasn't I even drafted attention. my I drafted my steals guy in the round four. So yeah, you got, you got lucky that he fell that far. Yes, he fell uh, pretty far, and I'm not really that high on Starling Marte. But um, I needed some steals. Like, like you said, whenever I had drafted Rendon and J.D. Martinez, you're like, okay, you're going to need some speed later. Well, I, I realized that really quickly. Um, the, the first, you know, uh, the, the top steals guys were already gone, uh, the guys that won't tank you in other places. Um, so I just saw him sitting there, and he fell to me, and I was completely fine with taking him as my outfielder two, round four pick. I have an offense of Rendon, J.D. Martinez, and Starling Marte. That's awesome. Yeah, I love it. Um, so, so I, you're, I, I think you're coming I, up on the clock soon. So, so let me. Yeah, uh, let yeah me you can take over catching up, up. But I just yeah. want to say that, like, I think you, your team might be the best team so far with that Cole, and then you had the two um, four category studs with, um, and then Sterling Marty fell into you. That couldn't have been your plan, I don't think, because I don't think yeah. you would have expected Marty to fall. What, I actually, what, what were you thinking? Like, so, not, not like, I'm not saying what were you thinking because I think you're really <laughs> good right now. I really, I really like your team, but um, what, what was your plan in round four? Um, in round four, I knew I had to target some speed. Um, like you had, like you had alluded to uh, after taking those two big bats. Yes, they're great at what they do, but they do have some holes, especially um, whenever it comes to speed. So if Starling Marte was gone, I was thinking more Altuve who went three picks before that. Um, but if I'm looking at guys after that, uh, maybe Javi Baez would be a guy that I would take, uh, or I would just, you know, focus on speed a little bit later. This is a 12-team league, so, you know, you can get guys like Tommy Pham, um, some guy that was just drafted, Victor Robles, um, guys like that later on in the draft, um, not as high as round four, that can still contribute to your steals. But also, even though they have some flaws – I've built such a, a nice base with average between J.D. Martinez and Anthony Rendon that it won't hurt me as much as it would um, them going to another team. See, I see. So um, you are on deck here. Uh, so I will yeah, round that's what, out. That's, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm sort of, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, why I'm sort I'm, of spacing <laughs> out, I'm thinking. Of course. Uh, I will round out round four. So after my Starling Marte pick, uh, Cattell Marte, Aaron Nola, and Whit Merrifield rounds out uh, round four. So, um, 
pretty pretty straightforward right there. Um, coming into round five, Clayton Kershaw goes off the board, uh, first pick there. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Javi Baez, and then my pick was Patrick Corbin. So I got my second horse. Um, I was planning coming into this draft to draft Cole and then another stud pitcher, uh, but it didn't really work out that way. I'm perfectly fine with the way it worked out, especially getting Corbin as like the last quote-unquote uh, top-tier ace on the board, uh, for me at least, um, because after him, guys like Giolito, Glasnow, Paddock went. Um, so those, those are all guys that have question marks for me. I know you're a big Paddock guy, but uh, Patrick Corman is in a league of his own uh, whenever it comes to those four guys. Um, so we're almost caught up here. I, I see you just made one pick. Uh, let me keep rounding this out. So after my Patrick Corbin pick, um, those four pit or those three pitchers just went right off the board right after that. Lucas Giolito, Tyler Glass now, Chris Paddock uh, goes off the board at round five, pick seven. Um, and then rounding out that round is Bo Bichette, Chris Bryant, Victor Robles, Tommy Pham, and Luis Severino, uh, which is one of your picks, which I'll let you elaborate on real quick. Um, after I talk about Pham and Robles, these are two guys that I said maybe I could wait on um, if Starlin Marte wasn't there. Well, I wouldn't have been able to wait too long. That's only a one-round difference. So I would have had to have picked them in round five where I took Corbin. So um, hindsight being 2020, I love the Starlin Marte pick in round four. It really helped me. Uh, solidify the steals so that way I don't have to chase them later. Um, but uh, the the best thing that happened was round five, getting Patrick Corbin, getting two aces for me, got steals, got average, got power. I love it so far. Right on. And so I think we're finally caught up here. My picks were um, Luis Castillo as the last pick in round five on the five, six, two. Luis Severino. So you have sorry. both Luises. Yeah. So yeah, I took both Luises. I have Luis. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I have Luis in the brain. So I got my pitching staff <laughs> is all Luis. Yes. Pitching's coming up, Luis. Um, <laughs> um, again, an upside pick, and I think um, I like Severino even more in these 12-teamers because there are, like, for the reasons I stated before. And um, actually, 6.2 Rizzo. Actually, I was almost – I almost took Anthony Rizzo. Nice, safe source of uh, batting average, and uh, first base is going to fall off quickly. Um, I might get into trouble there because I don't pick for quite a while. But I yeah, but it's a 12-team league, so there's, it's a little bit deeper just because it's not as many teams draft in the same position. That is true. That is true. Um, but I ended up going with uh, Ramon Lariano. Uh, I'd like for you to elaborate on that pick for me because I am not a huge believer in that price. That was an expensive price, but I saw Victor, Victor Robles going before him at 5'10", mm -hmm. um, and I value Lariano over – Victor Robles, Loriano's going to have a. We've talked. I've talked about him before. He's going to have a primo spot in that lineup. I think he could be um, almost a thirty twenty guy if full in full at bats. And you're going to see. I don't want to in this twelve team. I don't want to. I don't want to have a rely on someone for my stolen bases that are going to bring me down in other categories. So now I feel fairly comfortable in stolen bases. I think um, story could get me 15 to 20 and Loriano is going to get me 20 to 25. So there's going to get me five to 10. So they're all contributing in that stolen base category. Even Xander is going to get me five. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to, again, just hit on my batting average and stolen bases early. And um, I think there's going to be lots of uh, home runs and RBIs I can look at after that. 
Okay. Yeah, and I'm actually looking at Ramon Laureano. I thought he missed a lot more time last year. He actually played 123 games, so 434 um, at-bats, um, good for 288, uh, average 24 home runs, 13 steals. So I get it. Um, it's a little steep for me to pay that kind of price, um, but I understand it. If you, if you think that there's a breakout there and also a little bit of speed contributing, uh, I completely understand it. Yep, that's why I chose him. All right, so I am back on the clock. Why don't you round out the uh, the last seven picks while I kind of dive into this one real quick? Sure. Um, after Rizzo, went Eugenio Suarez uh, <laughs> with uh, the third pick in the sixth round, followed by Paul Goldschmidt, so two corner infielders with some power. Then you saw the first uh, closer go off the board. Um, put closer in quotation marks. We don't really know if he's for sure going to be the closer. He probably is. Josh Hader. But um, it, I'm, I'm wondering when these closers are going to go off the board and now they're starting to go, which seems about, seems about right, maybe even a bit later than, than you'd expect. Then you have you Darvish going, which it seems reasonable, followed by LeMahieu, Machado, and Eloy. Did Eloy take- went to me. Yes, I was going to ask, did you take Eloy? And you did. Yes, so I have three outfielders um, out of my first four hitters. So that could be an issue, but once again, it's a 12-team league. Um, a little bit more depth all around. So I am a huge fan of Eloy this year. I think there's a huge breakout potential. He's only 23 years old, um, you know, played 122 games last year, hit 31 bombs, 267 average, so didn't even kill you there, uh, being a power hitter. Plus the lineup around him got incredibly better. Um, So I am completely sold on Eloy Jimenez, supposed to bat right in the middle of that lineup. So I got me a power bat to pair with my already uh, really nice average floor guys with Rendon and J.D. Martinez, but also some nice power there too. Yeah, I like that pick. And I think there's upside in batting average for Eloy. Yeah, I could see it as well. I think, well, maybe it's just me that like at first glance thinking that Eloy is going to be a hitter like um, like a 250, 260 hitter, but I think there's upside for him to be hitting, to be like, to become like a J.D. Martinez type because that's what he was throughout the minors. Ooh, that'd be really nice. Music to my ears, Zach. But I don't know if it's going to happen this year, but I think there is that that upside for sure. (laughs) Hopefully it happens this year. I just drafted him. I wonder if I'm going to take another outfielder. I wonder if me and you can just corner, just collude here and corner the entire outfield market and make it, make it, make it scarce. So people are going to have to reach on their outfielders and we can reap rewards, rewards of the other positions. Because I already have two outfielders on my, on my team already. Soto and Loriano. Good. So have, I um, do you have a shortstop? I do not. Mm-hmm. All I have is Rendon. I got two of them. I got two of them. So you should take one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I am up in three picks, and I really hope four drops to me. I don't know if he's going to. Four. I love Thor this year. Oh, Thor! I thought you said four. No. <laughs> oh, there he goes. Oh, shit. ouch. All right, uh, back to the drawing board here. Yeah, that's like the, the end of the tier for me. I think Zach Grinke is teetering on that tier. But after that, I mean, I'm looking at some of the other starters. You got Kluber, Bauer, Woodruff, Barrios, Paxton, like Thor, and Charlie Morton, who went at the end of round six as well, was like a huge drop-off for me. I think if Grinky is there, then I'll take him. Um, but the last time I said that about Thor, he got picked. Okay, good. He's still there. So I am going to have three horses anchoring my rotation in Garrett Cole, Patrick Corbin, and Zach Grinky. 
Nice. Yeah, that's huge for me. So now I have to decide. I've got, uh, I'm up in two, four, six, eight picks. I got, and I got six people in my queue. All right. So uh, to wrap it up from my Eloy pick, uh, after I picked Eloy and that was round six, pick nine, Giancarlo Stanton went off the board. Uh, Charlie Morton and Kirby Yates rounds out the end of round six. And then to begin round seven started Yohan Moncada, Noah Syndergaard, Jose Abreu, and Zach Grinke. So we are completely caught up now. Uh, let me hop over to your team here, Zach. So you have Story, Bogarts, Soto, Loriano, and both Luises in the uh, in the pitching side. What are you looking at um, here in round seven? Well, let's see. I guess I can tell you because you're not going to be picking for a while. I'm right, unless I make a phone call to Tom and say, "Hey, look, you know, I, I need to change my pick." Nah, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'd call him. I'd call him too and say, "You know, you're bullshitting." <laughs> um, I'm looking at um, guys I got in my queue here are Jorge Soler, another outfielder. Mm-hmm. And Matt Olson, who just slipped off the board. Yes, he did. He was in my queue. Um, kind of happy that that would have been a tough decision. I have Trevor Bauer in there. Okay. Um, and then I have Louis Robert. Another Ooh. Louis. And I actually was debating. I was actually looking because, like I'm talking about upside in this format, I was looking at Loriano and Robert back the the other round. I don't think, I don't think Rivera is going to last another four picks actually. I think um, he will. Um, Cause he's not even, where is he? Yeah. He's not even on the first page of hitters. Uh, yeah. But there's been so few draft. How many, how many of these Rotowire draft champs are Rotowire? Uh, I think there's been three. This is the third one. Yeah. But probably at least two of them were before he got uh, called up or not called up, but before he got the contract. I don't know. Cause the, uh, no, yeah, this is the third one. The last one was last week, which I did. And I think the other one was a week before that. So this is the third? So there's only been two yeah, so far? correct. Okay, so they've all been fairly recent then. Right. Okay, okay, so never mind. So you said you had Solaire in your queue, right? Yep. So my question for you is, is you have Xander Bogarts, uh, Soto, Loriano, and Story. Xander Bogarts hit 33 bombs last year. Um, his previous high was 23. Are you expecting some regression there? And that's, that's why you're leaning towards taking a power guy there, or are you just trying to hit the ball out of the park and get all of the home run guys? Um, well, I just like Solaire. Um, I wasn't, I, he's in my cube. I'd have to look at my roster construction. Um, the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm not going to choose him. Well, he's an outfielder though. We have to choose an outfielder. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Well, if if Luis Robert falls to me, I'm on de- I'm on deck right now. He's still there. I'm going to take mm-hmm. him. Okay, I think you have a pretty good chance of taking him. Right now, I'd say mathematically the odds are good. Yes. And then I'm, then I'm probably I'm I'm not going to go with Solaire because there's some pitchers here that I need to take. Oh, that's right. You're on the turn, so you get back to back picks. Ooh, he took oh. Bauer out of your queue. Bauer Bauer's gone. That that makes my decision a little bit easier. Okay. Um, I'm so going- we know your first pick. I'm going full. I'm going full, Louis. I'm actually going to search. Um, <laughs> just search players with Louis and just start putting stars on them. <laughs> Louis, 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 or or whatever his name there is. There you go. On the Twins, Luis <laughs> Patino. Uh, there's not. This is it. This is this is, it. this is this is this is this is it. This is my last hurrah with Luis. I don't know. I think you need to pick Patino in round eight, <laughs> just just in case. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so Louis Robert has been selected. Another outfielder, amazing. And and then we are going to go. Your team with, is super young. This is not a dynasty draft. You know that, right? That's what everyone says to me. During, <laughs> that's what everyone says to me during um, my redraft leagues because I play a lot of dynasties, and that's what I. That's what my I guess interest that's is. Awesome. So every they always they always bug me. All my redraft teams are just young. And um, that doesn't mean they're bad. I'm just saying that's no. That's I know a really um, good dynasty team. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm just gonna go and search all. Get rid of the Luis filter. All right. So you took Luis Robert. And it so happens I'm going to take the top the the top player on the board right now, which is Aurelius Chapman. Ooh, taking a closer. Okay. Yes, I am. All right. So you don't want to chase saves, is what you're telling me. I don't because I want at least three of these closers that I can sort of rely on. All right. Sort, so sort of. But can I, I I say sort of because you can never rely on closers. Yes, of course. But I'm really happy I got Luis Robert Luis Robert in on the seven eight turn at pick. 84, 85, 84. 84. Yeah. yeah. Could have been, been, been 85. So that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. I haven't well, ended up with him anywhere yet. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Well, let's, let's hope that the Chicago White Sox uh, outfield does well. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap up round seven. So I took Zach Grinke, um, and then Gallo, Marcus Simeon, Matt Olson, Nelson Cruz, uh, Roberto Azuna, Brandon Woodruff, Trevor Bauer, and then Luis Robert to you. So then go to the turn. Araldis Chapman starts off round eight. Eddie Rosario and Max Muncy as uh, the third pick. So I'm up in five picks. I just want to talk about my team just for one more second yes, here. The, the, the Louis Robert pick, I'm, and um, I've, been focusing in, I've been focusing on getting batting average and stolen bases, solidifying those categories. But at the same time, I think all the players I've selected, Story, Bogart, Soto, Lariano, Rob, Robert, or Robert, they're all going to get you um, – home runs. So you're going to have, you're going to have those categories, the home runs and RBIs category and in turn runs. Um, all those players hit around at least around 290 or better. Like story, I'm not buying into it, but Bogart's hit around 300 story hit over 290. Soto hit over around 290, I think. And then Loriano hit over around 290. So I think I could afford to take that gamble with um, Robert, even if he hits around 240. So that's, okay. another, that's another reason I was comfortable selecting him and I'm hoping on those stolen bases so I can really knock it out of the park. I think there's an overall. So my team, like, like you said, is young, but um, it's, it's geared around upside and maybe hoping, hoping to win the overall. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has a lot of up- upside, that's for sure. So I am up in three picks here. Let's look at your team here. I'm so you have Rendon, JD, Starling Marte, Eloy. So you are looking good offensively. So obviously I need outfielders. That's obviously, you don't have to tell me that. Yeah, you need outfielders. Um, these, well, you need two more. So I take you probably you probably want to knock off your entire outfield first. Yes, of course. That, that's what that's what I've heard in these drafts. You just want to get, <laughs> just get get it over with, rip it off like a band aid. <laughs> so let me see. So the top, the I think I'm going to go hitter first here. Um, so the top hitters on the board right now: Matt Chapman, Gary Sanchez, uh, Jeff McNeil, Carlos Correa, Andrew Benintendi, Shohei Utani. Trey Mancini and Josh Donaldson um, are guys that I guess are the top utility type players uh, at the, by ADP. So I'm going to mark Gary Sanchez off the list. I'm not a believer in him, nor do I want him as my first catcher. Uh, I don't want to take that, that average dip 
Um, and I'll, I'll definitely look towards another place for another catcher later on in the draft. Uh, and there he goes before my pick. So even better. Um, I kind of wanted him. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff McNeil, I'll also mark off because I don't need average. Although he provides elsewhere, his main beneficiary is average. So I think I'm going to go power hitter here. And I'm going to go with the bringer of sleet. Who is that? Josh Donaldson. Oh, okay. I, thought, I, thought was, <laughs> I know he's a bringer of rain, but I, yes. I, I thought so there was a tweet that went out after he signed with the twins. I think it was uh, Mitch Garver or someone on the team said uh, bringer of sleet since it's sleets in Minnesota. It doesn't really oh. rain. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, he should have been the bringer of snow in Toronto. Oh, that's true. Well, they're in a dome though. So does that even count? He's the bringer of nothing then. Yes. Trump, even though he okay, won the, so he I won picked the Josh Donaldson. <laughs> nice, nice pick. I like that. <laughs> uh, so I slot him in at corner since I already have Anthony Rendon at third base, but that lineup in Minnesota is amazing. It's deadly. I am super excited about that. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, this is a guy that can hit 30 to 40 home runs. Um, he's hit, let's see, 37 last year. Um, an injury-riddled season in 18, he only had eight home runs, but then 33, 37, 41. Like, this guy can hit some bombs, and that's exactly why I drafted him. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. What do you think that lineup's going to look like? Oh, man. Uh, let me pull up some roster resource here, because I've seen a lot of renditions of it, and I really can't say I've seen a bad one. Um, but roster resource has it. Let's see. Right now, they have Kepler batting leadoff, uh, Polanco, Cruz, Donaldson, Rosario, and then Garver, Arias, Sanu, Buxton. Man, there's Mohamed Sanu. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Mohamed Sanu. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different options there. And even if like they're playing in the NL parks and they don't get the DH. Like you can you can bring Sano up to Cruz's spot and that lineup is still it's not as deep, but it's still deadly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't think Sano is gonna hit that far down in the lineup. We were talking about that today with I forget with someone, but I, I, I don't see him Okay, well where would you slot him in then? I would say the lineup would go um the number one and number six would be uh, Kepler or and or Garver, so in those two slots, and then in the middle of them I would um, because I don't know who they picked to pick that leadoff. But I put uh, Donnie number two. He he was hitting second in Toronto. He did a great job there. He won an MVP batting second. Then I'd put Nelson Cruz, who's slotted to bat third anyways in the, the third slot. And then four or five, I'd go Rosario Sano. Sano probably uh, against lefties in the fourth slot. Fourth fourth slot. And then when they're facing a righty, they'll probably have Rosario in the fourth fourth slot. That's what I would do. Okay, uh, I am on the clock, so sorry. Trying to figure out who to pick here. Taylor, Taylor Rogers just went before you, Minnesota closer. Um, before, before that was Paxton and Benintendi. Man, I'm first three picks here. of round nine. I'm so torn. And then uh, working backwards into round eight, Barrios went the last pick of round eight oh, before him. I kind of panic picked, but I still like it. Mustakis. Mustakis. Yeah, my offense is uh, otherworldly. That's that's what I'm gonna say about my offense. Um, I see thirty Wait, so home runs from every single spot. <laughs> that's amazing. Ooh, Otani. Otani is, went right is, after me. Is Otani a good uh, pick in this format? He's it's the same uh, same. It's still weekly. It's still a weekly format. And yeah, this is this still, is again this is again a three hundred fifty dollar um, Roto Wire online championship. Right. And there was I think no it's an okay pick. 
what, what pick? We're almost at a hundred. I would, I wouldn't yeah. have taken him this early. I was, he wasn't really on my radar. I wouldn't either. And guys like Matt Chapman are still on the board. Um, Jeff McNeil just went uh, for Sonny Gray. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Correa. There's, there's a lot of guys on the board. I think I would have taken over Shohei Otani just because I don't really want to lock up my UT spot. I know that's, that's kind of a cop out. Um, but also I don't want to have the, the fear of putting him in as hitter. And then he ends up pitching, you know, two, two, two games that week and only hits, you know, three or four games. Like that, it just sounds like a frustrating situation in a weekly lineup, Um, especially for pitchers. If you put him in your pitcher slot, he is locked there all week. You can't move him out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a little risky in this format. Okay, so you're coming I'm, I'm, up. I'm coming up here. You, yeah, you yeah. took you took uh, Mustakis. So, you, you, yeah. like you said, you can afford to take the hit on the average. Yes, I can. Um, and he's going to Great American Ballpark, so the average is probably just going to go up because he's going to hit 70 bombs, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Boom. <laughs> um, so take it to the bank. Nine, yes, for sure. Uh, or actually, let's let's pick it up from the Donaldson pick. So in round eight, I picked Donaldson, then went Elvis Andrews, Trey Mancini, Jose Barrios to end around eight. And then uh, round nine started Benintendi, Paxton, Taylor Rogers, my Mike Moustakis pick, uh, Shohei Otani, who we talked about, Sonny Gray, Jeff McNeil, and Carlos Carrasco. And then Reese Hoskins just goes off the board. So you're up here in three picks. Uh, let me hop over to your team real quick. So uh, you got Story, you got Bogarts, you got three outfielders in Soto, Loriano, and Robert. Uh, and then you got three pitchers, two starters, one closer in Castillo. Severino and Chapman. So what are you looking at here? I'm looking at probably another closer. Wow. Really? I almost, I almost went back. I almost double tap closers when I went uh, Robert and um, Chapman, but I couldn't pass Robert's upside. We're doing uh, the complete opposite. I have zero closers and you're thinking about taking two. Yeah, I want two because I think that closer run is going to happen soon. And um, I don't want to get stuck with my second and third. Well, yeah. So also you're on the turn. So you have to get ahead of those type of runs. I think that's that's something that um, should be said as well. Yeah, that's something else I was uh, considering for sure. Um, and and I'm up and uh, catcher. So I'm just going to look back at catchers. So Wilson Contreras just got taken before me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now this is interesting because I don't want to get stuck with uh, no catcher here. Um, <clears throat> So you're thinking catcher here? I might go with Garver. So Garver is the top catcher by ADP on the board. Then Will Smith, Wilson Ramos, Salvador Perez, and then you're looking at you know picks 180 and above. So you're thinking Garver? Potentially, um, but this is there is waivers in this league, so yep. I'm Which not. Gonna I go picked up Garver off of waivers last year. <laughs> right. One of these leagues. So I'm going to go with a closer that I like, that uh, like better than a lot of the closers that already went, and that's Liam Hendricks. Okay. And then I'm going to go with a player that I love, uh, I think, and I just don't want to risk. <laughs> you I think, think you I, love? <laughs> no, I know I love him, but um, I don't know if I want to pick him right now. Gotcha. Um, no, I'm not going to double tap closer, but I just don't want to risk him being taken because I have such a long period of time between when I pick again. And oh, that, just tell me who it is. I'll take him. <laughs> I don't, you don't, you don't like any of the same players that I like though. I don't feel that's like. probably true. I am going to draft this guy. 
Oh, nice. So, so this brings us back to the last conversation we had. Uh, so you picked Miguel Sano. So obviously you're hoping that the lineup changes to where he moves somewhere in the middle of the order um, and doesn't bat eighth. Because if he's batting eighth, those 30 bombs, 30, 40 bombs are still going to be there. But how many RBIs and, and run production is he going to have from that spot? There's no way he's batting eighth. Yeah, if, 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 I mean, we if, just if, talked about the lineup. And I understand Luis Arias is ahead of him, but they want to split it up. They want to go righty, lefty, righty, lefty. They don't want to go, you know, six righties right in a row. Even though they're their best hitters, you have to throw in a little bit of, of change-ups there. Well, you know what? If you want to put a player that's going to hit 60 bombs at batting eighth, then go ahead and lose and lose your job. <laughs> well, the, the guy that's hitting 60 bombs is batting fourth right now. His name's. Oh, Eli- oh, I thought you were going to say Eloy Jimenez. No, him too, though. <laughs> All of my hitters are going to hit 60 bombs. Let's just be honest here. Donaldson's going to hit 40, and then I think between the two of them, they're going to have 100. Really? I'm joking, but I'm, uh, I'm obviously exaggerating, and I don't. I mean, I, are I, you I obviously, do, I obviously don't think that. But is it? It's not out of the. I think Sano. I think Sano's gonna. I think Sano's gonna push for um, fifty. He's gonna. Okay. He's gonna. He's gonna be the solaire this year. I could. I could see it in a, in a healthy season um, with more plate appearances than batting eighth. I can definitely see it. If he's batting eighth, then I'm just wrong. All right. So, so after after him, Kluber went with the second pick of the tenth round. Yes, he did. Ah, there goes Correa. I was thinking about uh, him. My next pick. So. I am back into the same boat I was in round four. I need some speed again. And also another, sorry, just to uh, go back to Sanoa. Another thing I was thinking is um, he's going to move over to first base and I don't have a first baseman. Oh, there you go. That's true. You're going to gain that eligibility after 20 games, I believe, in the NFBC. Okay. So, crap. I need some steals bad. I really do. Um, I'm on the clock in six picks. I'm looking at a pitcher and then maybe coming back with a steals guy, but most of the steals guys are gone. Like I'm looking at the top by ADP, Yasiel Puig's there. He had 19 steals last year. Um, not Jared Dyson? Not Jared Dyson. Uh, filled, not Alex Smith. Yeah. You got the Shields, you got D. Gordon, you got Billy Hamilton, Danny Santana. Oof. I think I'm I'm gonna be behind on steel. I'm gonna have to make up for the power that I've I've given myself an advantage at. I'm gonna have to make up for that um, here in the middle rounds for some speed. The good thing about the leagues with waivers are that you can um, generally the, the players that come up are maybe the younger players that um, have more speed. True. So I'm trying to think of a player that might be up this year that has speed, like that you can catch up on later. Like perhaps like a player like Vidal Bruhan comes up mm-hmm. late in the year. Maybe I heard uh, maybe on in July. The bus, they were talking about Jorge Mateo being out of options. So maybe uh, if he gets brought up, that would be nice as well. Yeah, I was listening to that today. And, and um, he's somebody that I've been trying to target. And he's actually been going relatively early in some of our draft and holds earlier than I would have expected, or I guess relative to his ADPs, but he's a player that I like. All right, so I am on the clock. All right, what you going to do? There is a guy that if I pick him now, it'll be 11 spots after ADP. And I think there's a little bit of hate out there for him because there's so much love for the guys behind him. Uh, But I still love me some Brad Hand. I'm going to take me Brad Hand. 
He was in my queue. He was the third person in my queue with Sano and, and Hendrix. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Even though I, the only thing I, I think he's awesome. I think the only thing I worry about with him is the, the, the competition within his own team. See, that's what everyone keeps talking about. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, unless he gets hurt, is he really going to lose that job if he blows, you know, two saves in a row? I mean, these, the guys behind him are unproven, even though that they have so much, um, you know, they have so much potential, they're still unproven. And Brad Hand has done it here three years in a row now. Yeah, I think um, my – well, you're right. I think um, the concern is he gets traded away because the Indians are sort of in that mode to trade players in, in his sort of uh, – players with his sort of status. Like, I think he has one year left on his contract mm-hmm. after this, I think. Um, so he'd become a free agent after next year. Same with Kluber, I think it was. So I wouldn't be shocked if they traded him away. And, and I think most teams that he would go to would be, he'd probably be the closer. Yeah. But, unless but, but I'm not, but I'm not sure. Out there and trade for him because you know, Yankees. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yankees and his contract's not huge. He's, he's got a, he's signed to a decent contract. Hmm. All right. So I'm coming back up here in three picks. Need to make a decision on my next pick. I've already decided that I'm going to have to make up for steals probably in the round 13 to 17 range. Um, Unfortunately, I can't just fall back on outfielders with speed because my outfield is almost complete. And that's one of the things that I think um, who was talking about this, Toby, when he came on our podcast, he was saying that one of his tips was to draft infielders early because outfielders are such a diverse profile of outfielders out there. Oh, look at us both not listening to Toby drafting five outfielders in our first, you know, combined in our first like six, seven picks. Exactly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I got no first baseman, no second baseman. Well, you got a first baseman in, so no, you just have to wait it out. Yeah, soon enough. But then I'll need a third baseman. That's true. I have uh, three of those. Do you want one? <laughs> uh, can we trade? <laughs> I'm just joking. I know we can't. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I am up. Um, wow, Mitch Garver is still on the board. Huh. That is interesting. I shouldn't have said anything. Well, I'm sure you would have realized that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to take him. Uh, I'm not going to take a pitcher. So I am actually going to go with a guy for some steals. Um, where, 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 which one? Yeah, I think he's got a pretty decent chance at some steals. I think the playing time is consistent. Uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Biggio. Yeah, he was one of the players I had in mind for your team. Okay. Because you had such a good good batting average base. Exactly. uh, So that's the only thing that draws him away from other other teams. He hit .234 last year in 100 games, 354 at-bats. I slot him in at middle infield since I already have Moustakis at second base. Um, but I still, I still like the upside. I like the offense a lot uh, in Toronto. I like the team a lot in Toronto, actually. Um, yeah, I'll be going to a couple games this year. Oh, nice. Um, let me see what roster resource has for their lineup. So Kevin Biggio is slotted to bat second behind Bo Bichette uh, in between Lourdes Gurriel and then obviously uh, Vladimir Guerrero behind him. So I kind of like that for run production uh, as far as runs and steals. Um, I kind of like it. 
Yeah, I like I like Bijou this year. You could I think he's a pretty pretty um, reliable um, bet for me, potentially a twenty twenty season. Sweet, 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 sweet. So uh, let's recap after Brad Hand. Uh, so Brad Hand, I took in round ten, pick number nine, and then uh, Castellanos went. Uh, Kyle Tucker, Marcelo Zuna rounds out round ten, and then uh, Ahmed Rosario kicks off round eleven. Edwin Diaz, Hector Neris, my pick of Kevin Biggio, Kenley Jansen, Danny Santana, Rossiel Iglesias, and David Dahl uh, as pick eight of round 11. So you are up here in four picks. Let me switch back over to your team. And um, are you are you auto-clicking Mitch Garver if he's still there? No, I'm not auto-clicking him. I'm actually still – I actually don't know what I'm going to do. Um you got two horses. You got two uh, saves guys in your rotation. Are you thinking a rotation piece? Potentially, I'm not. I'm not going to go with a closer. I've got. Oh, uh, Chap- I've got. Good idea. I have Chapman and Hendricks, and there are waivers. I am up. Oh, and wow. we are. We are seeing a closer run happen right now, though. Uh, let me see. Ken Giles. Yeah, this round had one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six closers taken in this round. Oh, five. So what I'm definitely going to do right now, and you know what, Toby would be upset at me for. Um, well, he wouldn't be upset, but he, I didn't. We didn't follow his advice by taking outfielders, both four infielders. But I will. Right. Um, I will. Um, I will go with someone that he's been touting as well. Guriel. Yes. 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 So he's also he's the top. Um, he's a top third baseman and the top first baseman on the board. So now so I. So you're going to have two interchangeable first and third basements. Yes, I will but I will also need a corner infielder at some point. So I'm going to draft Yuli Gurriel. And then the only player left in my queue right now is Mitch, Mitch Garver. So do I take Mitch Garver? Do you take Mitch Garver or the top pitchers on the board are Ryu, Bumgardner, Eduardo Rodriguez, Frankie Montas, Denelson Lamette. Um, let me see. Your pick would be about 155. So ADP. Yeah, you're looking at guys like Matthew Boyd um, if you don't take a pitcher here. I am going to look at someone, and this is something that's interesting that I'm uh, that I'm noticing is the ADP is different on this. Yes, it than, is than, than it is on draft champions. Correct. Nelson Lamette has an ADP of 139. Yep. he's going in the early 100s in draft champion leagues, and his profile fits this league even more so because of the upside factor. So I'm going to take Nelson Lamette. Good call. I like the uh, the explanation there. So your your big three is Castillo, Severino, and Lamette. I will admit there's a lot of risk with those big three, um, but in a 12-team league where you can churn and burn through some two-star two streamers, maybe get lucky and pick up a guy like Giolito last year or Lance Lynn or Mike Miner, um, there is a path to all three of those being relevant plus some guys that you pick up off the waiver wire. I don't mind it. Yep, that's what I'm. That's what I was thinking. Oh, there goes my guy, Galen. Oh, I knew I should have picked him last year. Um, Zach Galen. Yes, Zach Gallen. So did we say Lance Lynn, Lance Lynn was picked after Lamette? Yeah, and Lynn, Robbie oh, Ray. You started a pitcher run. Why would you do that? Because I <laughs> because I don't pick for twenty four picks. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to start runs. I don't want runs to happen. Yeah, after my true. pick. So Lynn Gallon Ray go right after your pick of Lamette. Um, and I thought the I thought there was a closer run coming because right before that we had Iglesias and Giles and uh, Canley Jensen go within about eight picks. Yeah, there was a five uh, five closers picked last round. 
So what I'm feeling is that they're going to be, there's going to be some hitter values fall back to me because yes. I feel there's some pitching and closer runs happening right now. I'm still surprised that Garver's still on the board. Well, I know he's not going to last to me because you'll take, you'll, <laughs> no. you'll take him if he comes back to you probably. But, but I don't need him. So you can have – I'm not going to take him because I don't need the power with a decent average. I have, what, seven guys like that already. Right. So, but what are the, what, what are you trying to get from your catcher then? That's uh, I have a guy in mind. Um, but my, my main strategy, especially in a 12 team league with catcher is to pick one that I'm really confident in. And it doesn't have to be one of the top catchers off the board, just one that I'm really confident in. And then I can pick a guy that has a clear path to paying playing time as my catcher number two and stream if I have to. Yeah, that's that's a, that's that's the big. Um, you got to change gears when you look at when you're looking at the RotoWire online championships versus the Draft Champions leagues. Right. Um, you got to change gears, and you got to realize that you got to look at the look at waivers as a as a potential um, savior for you. Yeah. All right. Let me see here. Actually, I just found someone that I want that I want. So another big value that's still on the board, and I did not think he would be there coming back. I actually Queek. briefly thought about him. Was Queek. Queek. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I need steals. Uh, that would be my fourth outfit. All right. I would take him. You're up. Yep. I, I think that's a huge um... – Yeah, he fell to me. So his ADP in this is 109, and I'm at pick 141. Um, I am perfectly fine with locking up my fourth outfielder. Which is ADP in the draft champions leagues? Probably around, probably around that, eh? Um, I think so. And that, that will change once he signs somewhere. So, so listen to my outfield, JD Martinez, Starling Marte, Eloy Jimenez, and Yasiel Puig. That's sick. Those are some big names. That's a sick outfield. And I thought my outfield's good. All right, so draft champions since the first of this year, um, outfield only. Let's check his ADP. Yasiel Puig, 115. So still, what, almost a 30-pick value? Hmm, I'm surprised. I thought he was, I thought he was going uh, higher than that. All right, so before – you, you, you still got tremendous value on him here but yeah. at around 140. Perfectly yeah. fine with that. So my last two picks have been steals, guys. Biggio and, and Puig. Yeah, and Puig's more than a steal. They're both more than just steals, guys. Right. There's a lot of upside with them, too. So it's not like I picked Malik Smith twice. Yeah. The, the thing with my team is I feel like I've gone almost too much upside. Now I sort of feel like I need to just calm back down. It's sort of like <laughs> you've, been, you've, been, you've been partying all night. You're like, you know what? You need some water. So <laughs> I've, already, I've already had like 20. I've already had 20 shots of uh, Jagger. Now I, need, I, now I need some water. Nice. Dude, so uh, Will Smith just went before Mitch Garver. Wow. Will Smith, the catcher. I had to make sure it was the catcher. I actually clicked the profile to make sure it was the catcher. Yeah, that's, yeah. What, I was, that's what I'm just doing now too, which uh, is okay. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. Interesting, yeah. Okay, so I'm coming back up here in three picks. So after my Puig pick went Kepler, Schwarber, Will Smith, the catcher, and Max Freed. So I'm coming up again. I already told you I'm not taking Mitch Garver, even though he's still on the board. Um, let me get your thoughts on the top two pitchers on the board. I'm leaning Madison Bumgarner, but Hunjin Ryu is still there as well. Don't like him. I never. I will never take him. 
Really? Just I think he's too much of an injury risk. Oh, there's your boy that just went. Damn it! How I knew do it. You know? I know. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's forty picks before ADP. I like it. That's yeah. Cool. You know what? I was gonna, I was going to talk about that. I was I I think Salvador is sort of like I I, I equate him to Max Scherzer because I don't want Max Scherzer, but I'm not going to take. Bueller before Scherzer's off the board, sort of going with the flow of the draft. That makes sense. And, I, and I think that's what you were doing here. You were saying, okay, I want Pat Perez, but I'm not going to take him until Garver comes off the board. And Garver still hasn't come off the board. So somebody has taken, or two people have taken Will Smith and Salvador Perez before Mitch Garver comes off the board. Yeah, this is loco. That is a little loco. I think uh, Toby must be really proud of this. Oh, there he goes. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. I wanted him. Nice. Yeah, you already said he wasn't making it back to you. So. Well, that didn't mean he didn't, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want him to. Yeah. Okay, so um, I actually went with Madison Bumgarner. So uh, I was already leaning that way. I wanted to get your take on Hunjin Ryu. So that just kind of further solidified my, my spot on Madison Bumgarner. So he is the ace of the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I essentially have uh, two ace or three aces, uh, Cole, Corbin, and Bumgarner. And then I have Zach Grinke who's a middling second SP behind uh, Justin Verlander. And Bumgarner is a middling SP behind Zach Elin. Yes, of course. But roster resource doesn't even have gallons starting the year, which is a whole nother conversation. Um, but yeah. Ah, damn it. That's what I wanted. Goriel? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's uh, wrap up this round. So Max Fried uh, began the round. Salvador Perez, who we talked about. Kevin Newman, right before my pick of Madison Bumgarner. Eduardo Rodriguez, Hansel Robles, Mitch Garver, Byron Buxton, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., and Frankie Montas. So you are on deck here, my friend. Uh, who are you picking? Let's see. Let me switch over to your team here. So you said yourself you want to go more safe. You have a lot of upside. You have a lot of risk. Yeah, uh, but so, somebody just uh, somebody asked a question today. They're like, I dropped a lot of dynasty leagues, and I'm, my, my, my redraft leagues are too young. How do I stop that? And I said, it's a lifestyle. You just can't quit it. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep going with just the party. Keep going with it. Keep going with the party lifestyle here. Julio, Julio Urias is going. Oh, to I it. love it. If he, if he falls to me, that is a good pick. And I have no idea. And I have no one left in my other in my queue. I just added them in my queue just so I could see them in my queue, and then you took them away. <laughs> I now I have nothing left in my queue. So I have two closers, four pitchers, all upside pitchers. I got three outfielders. I don't have a catcher, but there's no one more. There's no one really good, yeah. There's not um, yet. So you need first. you need a second and a corner. I see a boy on the board who screams your team, and you just took him, yeah. Gavin Lux. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that might as well. Is, we're going all, we're going all in. I'm partying. Like you know, I'm, 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 not, I'm not coming. I'm not coming home tonight. Like it's like <laughs> you know, it's two a.m. I'm just I might as well just stay out. <laughs> I'm a bigger fan of your team than I am of my own, just because of the names that you have. Uh, well, we'll see what happens come June. Yeah, I, when I mean, Gavin, when Gavin, I feel like his... I have a better chance to win this league, but I'll still be very interested to see how your team does. Yeah, I've, I've, I feel like I, I feel like <laughs> I've, uh, what you're doing, buddy. I love it. Uh, I feel like I've, I need to calm down. I need to, I need to, I need, to, I need an intervention. Oh man, that's awesome! So uh, you took a Dodger turn, uh, Julio Urias and Gavin Lux between round thirteen and fourteen. Um, Kyle Hendricks just came off the board the next pick so I am up here and seven picks uh, let me recap my roster here so I have Mike Moustakis at second base Anthony Rendon 
at third, Josh Donaldson at corner, Kevin Biggio at middle. Four outfielders are J.D. Martinez, Starling Marte, Eloy Jimenez, and Yasiel Puig. And then my pitchers are Garrett Cole, Patrick Corbin, Zach Greinke, Madison Bumgarner, and Brad Hand. I like that team. I think your team. I think your team is a favorite to win this. To Where win this to go next? So I need a shortstop. There are two shortstops on the board that I would be perfectly fine with either of them. Let's see um, if I can tell you that they are. They, if are if they, they can top, come, are they the they top fall. two ones? Yes, they are. I made it really hard for you to find them. Which are Polanco and Corey Seager. Polanco and Corey Seager. So Jorge Polanco batting, projected to bat second in the already amazing Minnesota lineup, which we've been talking about mostly all podcast, um, would be a great value here at pick 165. And if he's gone, I guess I would have to settle for Corey Seager, who is um, – what, what is the word for Corey Seager? Is, is he boring? I, I just – I think guy, he's pretty – He's a guy you're just hoping gets traded, I think. I, I mean, if he, if he gets traded, does his value really change, though? Yeah, I think it does. I think it goes up when he gets traded. See, I don't, I don't know if it does. What if you – like, I just picture him in Cleveland. I think it's just a, such a better park for him. Um, let me see. So to us like to Cleveland or what if you get traded for, um, now the Dodgers aren't really in the mix for Arenado. So they have him slotted to bat fifth. Um, that's behind Bellinger, Turner, Muncie, and Peterson. Um, not too many guys behind him that are great to drive him in, but that's a lot of RBI potential for Corey Seager. It is, and he's got he's a solid batting average too, or should be two seventy two. I feel uh, like I feel like he's I feel like there's only really upside for him. Uh, I don't think he can. So who would you choose? Would you choose Polanco or would you choose Seager? Oh, um, not a huge fan of either of them. I'm just looking down this. Well, list. yeah, you have Story and Xander Bogart, so you can't compare the two to your two. <laughs> yeah, they're so much worse than my team. Shorts <laughs> <laughs> are so so much worse than mine. Uh, I would. I would take Polanco probably. Just go all in on the twins. Yeah, like hit two ninety five. It's probably a little bit undervalued. Is that fluky though? I don't know. I honestly, Polanco is one of those guys. Like Polanco and like Taylor Rogers, these twins guys. I didn't own any of them last year. I was in quite a few leagues, so you don't really. I don't. I don't know enough about them as much as I'd like to. So it, it actually wasn't that fluky. He had 328 BABIP, uh, 295 average. And in 2018, in half of the games played, he had a 345 BABIP and a 288. Um, he gets you a little bit from the steals, a lot of runs and runs plus RBIs. <sighs> okay, so I'm but on he's the 26. Clock. He's only 26, too. Yeah, he's really young. I, I, think, I think I'm going to go Polanco. I like that pick. I like, I, yeah, you sold me, you sold me with the – with uh, the underlying stats. Yeah. 8.5% walk rate, 16.5% K rate. Like, he doesn't really kill you anywhere. And Seager, um, Seager has that injury risk too. The only yes. thing I might have considered if I were you, and I don't – I like what you did, but um, I might have almost taken somebody else and just taken whoever fell to you. Whoever uh, fell to me. That – Probably the best, but there really wasn't anybody that was sticking out. Yeah, yeah. If you if you don't want anyone, just take take right. the guy, take the. If you don't have anyone else that you're really focused on, like who else are you looking at right now? Because uh, uh, I'm going to take Crush Davis if he falls to me. Oh, cool. So again, so you're using that batting average that you um that yes. you accumulated uh, at the start of your draft to um 
enable it's you really to really attack power. Enable you to take guys like BGO and, and Crush Davis. Yes. Yeah, I'm taking him if he falls. So I would have first base and both of my catcher positions open. And I will give you, let me see. I will give you one guess <laughs> on who you think I'm targeting at first base. Um, Edward. Yes. <laughs> and he wasn't uh, even the top in the queue. Luke Voigt was ahead of him. No, of course. But my, my offense is probably going to project for 400 home runs. Yeah, do you do you have a broad running projection when you do a draft? No, I don't. I don't. I don't in these drafts. I really like to take the value. I also like to uh, figure out the player pool in this type of draft, just like in the draft champions leagues. Um, I, I start using my projections for the big ones, so the main events, the auction championship, uh, solo shot this year. So, yeah, no, I'm not using projection. Are you? No. I okay. Don't. No. Okay, so uh, why don't we recap that last round? So you kicked it off with Gavin Lux. Uh, Kyle Hendricks went – this is round 14, by the way. Um, Malik Smith went third pick of round 14. Fran Mill Reyes, Herman Marquez, Matthew Boyd, Archie Bradley, Brandon Workman. So a small little uh, closer run before I took Jorge Polanco. And then J.D. Davis, Emilio Pagan, and Tommy Edmond rounds out round 14. Uh, and then Scott Kingray kicks off round 15. So, let's see. We're, we're seeing those uh, guys with stolen base. So, J.D. Davis and – well, he's not a stolen base guy, but uh, the, the dual position stolen base guys that sort of go in this, this range are starting to come off the board. Yeah, that's uh, true. Who else is in that? Oh, no. Oh, yikes. Yeah, there goes Chris Davis. What about uh, Justin Upton? Disgusting. You don't want him? No, I don't. Um, there's another guy I was just looking at, though. I don't want him either. That's why I suggested him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought. I, well, I was talking to. We had people on. We've had people on this podcast, and Justin Upton was a player that people were touting quite a bit, saying that he's just uh, underdrafted for what he is. He had an injury shortened season last year, and he's been really, really good. Besides that, but I'm not in on him. Yeah. He doesn't fit my team anyways. He's over 26. So I have, yeah, right. I have 30 seconds left. Uh, what about Ryu? 60 picks later, here we are again. Young Jin Ryu. Well, that's quite a bit of value. <laughs> um, that would give me another ace on my staff of aces. Is he yeah, – he's by far the, the – you're at pick 172 and he's ADP 116. So that's quite a bit of value. I feel like he's going there a lot though. Uh, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go Jose Leclerc. Oh, that's who I wanted I'm I'm expecting a huge bounce back from Jose Leclerc this year, so and I am would gladly take the discount. So uh, am I. I got so my second closer. So I have Brad Hand and Jose Leclerc. Uh, you have Aroldis Chapman and Liam Hendricks. Uh, my draft capital in my two closers was a lot less than yours, but absolutely. I think Chapman's a little bit safer than my two. Um, I am of the camp that Liam Hendricks is someone I don't really want to draft because I drafted Blake Trinan last year. And I know that's wrong to kind of compare the two because they're not the same, but it's another pop-up closer in Oakland. And I was burned so badly last year. Yep. But I, I, I like Hendrick. I like Hendricks because there really isn't any competition for, for the job. And, um, his peripherals are just amazing. Like he, he pops up on all the K, like the K walk uh, rates, like right, right along. Like what I did was if, uh, at the end of last year, I filtered with everyone, all the starters with over 80 innings pitched 
and he actually and I looked at all the all the like the um, the underlying stats and he was he popped up on every good list because he actually had over eighty innings pitched. So he was popping up with all the starters. So he was right with like the Scherzers, the the Coles, everything. So he had an amazing year last year. Can you repeat it? Hopefully. So Zach, I hate to be this guy, but um, we were saying the same exact thing about Blake Trinan. He had no competition for the job. He was an elite. Uh, his sinker was elite. Uh, he was he was pretty much the second closer off the board last year. What's the difference between your arguments? Well, the difference is uh, Hend- <laughs> Hendricks isn't gonna gonna screw me over. <laughs> Hopefully, should I take Ryu? He's he's a guy in my do not draft list. He- Ooh, no, he's way too old for your team. I've um I have uh, Yuli Guriel, who's older than the rest of my players combined. Yeah, but he's the Papa Bear. You don't yeah. need two Papa Bears. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Chapman's old too. Uh, but he actually serves a purpose in one category. So Ryu serves no purpose. Correct. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, we've we talked so much about Ryu, and all of a sudden he reserves no no purpose. Uh, <laughs> he's still, I'm up. He is still there. Yeah. So I'm looking at players like Nick Senzel, Andrew Heaney. Um, I would not choose Nick Senzel. I listen to Jeff Erickson, who is a huge Cincinnati Reds fan. Um, the outfield there is clogged. Plus, he's coming off a of labrum surgery. Um, it's it's more of a super utility role. Right. Actually, these closers have really fallen off more than I thought. Yes, they have. So if you want three, you're going to have to take one pretty quick. Shit, that's why I wanted um... – Clerk, you can't have him. Sorry. No, he's he's been spoken for. <laughs> All right. So before your pick, I picked uh, Leclerc, and then it went Carlos Martinez, Sean Manaya, Justin Turner, Ian Kennedy, Mike Miner, Garrett Hampson, and Gene Segura. Zach, you have five seconds, and you choose Giovanni Gallegos. Is he slotted to be the closer there? No, he's not. Ooh, so a nice little spec closer pick in round 16. What pick are we at? We're at pick 181. You're thinking about Ryu, I can tell. No, I'm not. Okay. I'm not at all. I'm, gonna, I wanna, I, I'm, not pick, I'm not picking him more for the reason that I just want to see how far he can fall. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're just a fan. All right. All right, so who are you thinking about here? Keone Kella. Mm, you're going to take two closers? That'll give you four closers. I just don't like anyone else in the spot. All right. Ugh. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Let me let me check your team. So you need corner, utility, and outfield. So uh, how's your speed looking? Your speed is decent. You don't really need a guy like Lorenzo Cain. No. Um... What about your starters? See, I think you should have went starter here. I didn't Even if it was another upside guy, at least you would have had five of them. Yeah, but I I think I can get a couple of them on the a couple of the guys I like on the way back. Okay. But I don't want to say anything yet. Yeah, of course. I'll wait, I'll wait till after you take your two picks. But I think there's a couple guys that are going to fall back to me on the starter. Okay. Landscape. All right, so. If I want to make your prediction come true at first base, I think I'm going to have to choose him uh, with one of my next two picks. He was going to be what he was. He was the guy I was wavering between um, 
Kat Kella and um, Edwin. Yeah, but you don't need him, and I do. So if you would have chose him, I would have hung up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I still need a corner. And he's old. Yeah, but I got to calm down here. This, this, team's, like too, this, team, this team's too. This, this team's too. This uh, team's too too much upside. No, you can take your Nate Low and um, who else? Michael Chavez and Riley. <sighs> okay, so after Keone Kelly, so I I don't know if I'm a fan of your turn having four. Cl- well, not even four closers. Like I am of the camp that Jared Crick has a just as as good of a chance to be the Kyle. closer and or Kyle Crick, yeah, um, to be just just to the best chance of the closer to be uh, in Pittsburgh, just like Keone Kella. And then Giovanni Gallegos uh, is no, is not the closer yet. Right. But the, you know that Carlos Martinez is getting traded to the Rockies, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, did I miss that news while we were on this podcast? No. Well, let's check Roto-World. <clears throat> you know who's still on the board? Corey Seager. Is he really? He is. And I still have a utility spot open. And if something were to happen to Polanco and I just sub him in for Corey Seager, I think I'm about that life. Yeah, that's why I should have taken I should have taken Edwin. <laughs> no, because I'm going to take Edwin at 196. Okay. I don't think he's going to last that long. Well, I don't think Seager is either. So now I have to make a choice, and I don't like this. I would take Seager over Edwin. Yeah, I'm taking Seager. So Seager fell to me. Oh, guess who just went before that? Hunjin Ryu. Ah, what pick was that? That was pick number 188. So that's that crazy. picks or 72 picks after his ADP. Well, um, guess, well, guess what his ADP is now? His ADP was like 100. Now it's going to be, yeah. oh, there's, there, you, took, you took Seager. Now, now yes. Ryu's ADP is going to be like um, 100 and, 130. Wow. This offense is insane to me. My util is Corey Seager. I mean, I think I should switch Corey Seager and Cavi Biggio just because Biggio and utility sounds a lot worse for my offense, but I think I'm going to keep it. I still have an outfield spot open, but I still have a first baseman that I need. Need catcher. Do you have a catcher yet? No, I do not. Oh, great. We're going to be competing for catchers. Ooh, that's all right. It's 12 team league. I'll get ahead of you. Uh, let me see. All right. So after your Kella pick, it went Kenta Maeda, uh, round 16, pick number two. Joe Adele went the third pick of round 16, which was about 180 ish. He should have been on my team, Adele. Yeah, he, he definitely should have been. Uh, Arcides Aquino right after him. Ryan McMahon. Paul DeYoung went ahead of Corey Seeger. Um, okay. Uh, Christian Vasquez, right after that, Hunjin Ryu, Corey Seager, Hunter Dozier, Lorenzo Kane, and Sean Doolittle rounds out round 16, and we are in round 17, and Christian Walker just went off the board. He was, somebody I was, he was somebody I was looking at. So as long as the next two guys do not take a first baseman and the first guy does not have one, and the second one has three first basemen, so he definitely should not be taking Edwin Encarnacion. Uh, I will get my wish of Seeger and Edwin Encarnacion. I have two picks left to survive. Everything's just coming up roses for you in this draft. It kind of is. Got, it started with Sterling Marte falling to you. Then you had yep. – who else fell into you? Um, 
Uh, who else? I mean, Puig, I got a really good value. Yeah, Puig was the other one I was thinking about. Um, Jorge Polanco, not really Jorge Polanco, but Corey Seager. Um, Patrick Corbin, I think, fell a little bit too late. I hate you for getting Leclerc so late in the closer. <laughs> oh, this guy is going to – I can't watch this guy's pick. I really can't. I think he just auto-drafted. Yes! Yes! He auto-drafted Willie Calhoun. Amazing. This next guy has three first basemen. He does not need Edwin Encarnacion. So, therefore, Edwin Encarnacion is on my team. Oh, I'm so excited right now. Wow. Just listen. I should have taken, taken Edwin. You probably should have. But I already told you about him, so that would have been rude. Yeah, I would have. It would have. <laughs> if I wasn't talking to you like live, I probably would have grabbed him. Yeah. And then I would. But I probably wasn't. I probably wouldn't have been thinking about him if not for you. Ah, uh, it's probably true. Um, so Edwin Mustakis, Rendon, Donaldson, J.D. Martinez, Eloy Jimenez, Yasiel Puig. Like those are all thirty-plus home run guys. Wow. Yeah, your team's looking pretty solid. Pretty solid. Now you, on the other hand, have a great chance to compete in 2021. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's it. I'm taking, I'm taking two catchers here. Uh-oh. Do you see the chat? This guy no. didn't want Calhoun. Oh. Uh, but. Well, he can't take Edwin. Yeah, he can't take Edwin. Oberg. Well, is that how, what is the etiquette here? Like you went, you autoed. Like, yeah, right. Like I mean, that, you have it. It happens. Yeah. Okay. So they just pause the draft. Oh, I'm this not. is, this is invigorating stuff right here. The draft has been paused. Okay, this will give me some. Ch- this will give me a chance to regroup. Tom says, "What's up, guys?" Oh, and the guy says he wants Brian Reynolds instead of Willie Calhoun. And you don't care at all. I don't because it doesn't affect me. That's right. And then the guy after him says, "We picked," which means, oh, this guy says, "Time for a beer." This is this is really good commentary. Oh, but Tom's going to let it happen. He said Reynolds for who? Reynolds for Calhoun. Yeah. I think Tom's going to let it happen. Yeah, but, 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 but what if you wanted Calhoun? Um, but you, don't, you don't. Yeah, I don't really know how. Because I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, if you contact the admin before the next guy picks, then you're good. I've only dealt with it in slow drafts. But no, but I've done. I've, they're usually they're usually pretty accommodating. Um, yeah, but it goes back to your point. Like, what if the guy right after him who took Adam Eaton wanted Willie Calhoun and he was sniped? Exactly. That was my question. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess he could see. He could then say admin. He he could raise his hand. Right. Huh. That was interesting stuff. Luke Weaver went. He's one of those pitchers that I could have taken, I guess, but he wasn't. I kind of like Luke Weaver too. Yeah, I think the injury is scaring is scaring people off. Oh, Miles Mikolas just went after him. That's uh, I didn't think he'd be drafted in this format. I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> him at all. I wouldn't. I would, he's he's not on my mind. He wasn't somebody that I even considered. Right. So we've we've labeled off all these picks in round seventeen. So let me switch over to your team, uh, Mister Youngster over here. You have a lot of holes in your lineup, sir. Catcher? Uh, yes. I do not consider those holes, though, because I have the same two. It's very 
biased of you. <laughs> so I need a corner infielder and two outfielders. And a util. And a UT. And definitely an SP. Yes. All right. So who are you, who are you looking at? Huh. Well, I might just take Willie. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the top guy on the board. Is he fighting for playing time at all? He should not be. Uh, that is actually my team, so I should know this. Uh, he is slotted to hit fifth and play left field. Um, the only competition really is no one. Who's their DH? Uh, Shin Chu. So he'll Shinsu. alternate between Chu. They'll both alternate between each other. This ADP is messed up. It really is. Like, compared, compared to what we're used to. Yeah. Well, what yeah, you're used to, for sure. It's great. I mean, I guess me too. It's great, actually. Yeah, because Willie Calhoun's ADP in the uh, draft champions is 172. And on here, it's 160. All right. So, all right, you're on deck. Uh, Joe Jimenez, Carson Kelly, and Mike Fulton-Navich uh, went right before you. There's one more guy left to pick before you're on the clock. And he chose blue, drum roll, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, so you're up. All right, well, this my pitcher that I would have taken on the last turn is still here, and he is the top pitcher on the board. Top pitcher on the board is Andrew Heaney. Nice. I think – do I need starting pitcher? I think I do. Yes, you do. I'm going to take him. He is very risky, which uh, – It's my team. Falls right into your – yeah. Except for Luis Castillo. Like, he's your rock, and then he is babysitting uh, very young step-siblings. A good way to put it. Um, <laughs> so you're from Texas? Yes. I live in Dallas. Awesome. I haven't been there. I'm meaning to go there, though. I'd like, to um, I'd, like, I'd like to go watch watch some games or uh, football or baseball. Somewhere. Yes, it's one at of the new pitch. stadium, for sure. It's on the list. I've, I've got friends. You know what? I should just do my pick, but i got friends that have just gone to the new no, stadium. No, just keep talking about auto-draft. That's fine. So i got a pitcher. Do I need another pitcher? Are there any catchers? No, you know what? I mean, you will just um, – we'll, Yeah, we'll, we'll duke it out for the round 29 and 30 catchers. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at that later. Um, <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Why don't you talk about him? Okay. Abisail Garcia. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, upside play. Um, I need an outfielder, and I looked at the outfield. And we have Senzel, who we were sort of poo-pooing on. Um, there's no one else that I really love. Maybe you could have taken McCutcheon. Yeah, I kind of like a McCutcheon bounce back. But um, Garcia, let me see. Is he going to play every day? I don't know. I don't know either. That's That's my one concern with him. I think – the ADP thinks that he will. Um, in draft champions leagues, he's going 223. So you did take him a little bit before ADP here. Look at the new um, ADP. Yeah, the new ADP. You know what sucks? I think I'm on the clock in another draft champions league. Let me pull I'm on that the up. clock actually in a dynasty league right now that I'm going to open up. Yeah, because you've been drafting for a dynasty league team this whole time. So you won't even have to change mindsets. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I'm in round four of this draft. This is the one I started off. Uh, Garrett Cole, Rafael Devers, and Bryce Harper. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about that earlier. Yes. So this is a 15-team DC. 
Um, I think I'm going to take Charlie Blackman. Wow. In, that, in, what, in what round? Uh, round four, the end of round oh. four. His ADP is 48, and I'm picking 56th. Uh, other guys on the board are Stanton, Jimenez, Guerrero. That's about it. And then Morton Severino would be who I'm passing up as uh, ace territory. But that's okay because I'll get Thor next round. Yeah, I'm going to take Blackman. I'm going to select Daniel Lynch for okay. our – We our just ro- lost all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so back to this. Oh, uh, I am on deck. Oh, what am I doing with this pick? Oh, catchers went. Catchers, catcher alert. Senzel. Oh, wow, there were three catchers drafted in this round. Damn it. That's... Uh, I am not scared at all, actually. I'm perfectly fine. Uh, I'm going to take, hopefully, two pitchers back-to-back here. So my first pitcher is going to be... Let me guess. Yeah, you, go are go- you are going to take... Marcus Stroman. Absolutely not. And I should hang up on you for that comment. Really? Explain. Yes. Uh, because he's garbage. I agree. That's why I was trying to get you to pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I chose Griffin Caning. That's what I wanted. Yes. I love Griffin Caning. I love Griffin Caning. I don't know if it's the same guy or not. <laughs> um, my that, The funny thing is, is the catcher that was in my queue just went right after me and Omar Nevarez. Uh, so I have to replace him with some. Everyone's down on him. Well, not everyone's down on. Not everyone is, but the people that are down on him are is because of his Statcast page, which is just shit. Yeah, but that offense is so good. Yeah, that's a good park. Offense is good. Like I was down on him coming into the last year because of that, and then he still did well. So really- he slotted to bat sixth between Ryan Braun and Avisio Garcia. Although they have Eric Sogard leading off, which does not make sense at all. No, that does not make any sense. I don't think I don't I don't think roster resources uh, making too much sense on a lot of these uh, on a lot of these um, predictions. Yeah, but at least it's a resource for rosters. Yes. <laughs> I just maybe I, I just, I'll just um, polite, politely disagree with some of their some of their takes, yes. such as Miguel Sano. So the yeah the uh, the next question for me, I'm definitely going to take a pitcher here, a starting pitcher. Um, top guys on the board are David Price, Caleb Smith, Marcus Stroman, who we are not taking, Masahiro Tanaka, Jolie Lucchese, Joe Musgrove, Jose Urquidy, and Mitch Keller. Is that the order you would draft them in? According to their ADP? Yeah. Let me take a look. Just the pitcher's ADP. I feel like Price is a nice value. Somebody just won. Well, Fuck! Musgrove. Musgrove went. Yeah, that was my guy. I like a I couple. Think, I like a couple of these guys. I'm hoping I you don't, don't take think, them. I don't think Caning would have made it back, so it was either no. Musgrove or Caning. Probably not. What um, about Urquidy? I'm I'm worried about his actual um, like projection to the starting rotation. I'm actually worried about all of the Astros now. Just yeah, a little, a little bit. My my worry level is just like, like every, a tiebreaker. Every, every single like, player. Like, what are they going to do? Like, are they just going to clean house? Like, the new GM's coming in, and he's like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, I didn't I didn't draft all these guys. Like, Correa, you're out of here. Well, you're, we'll get a pitcher. 
Yeah, I mean, their rotation after Verlander and Grinky is uh, there's a lot of question marks. I will say that uh, McCullers, Arcidi, and Brad Peacock. So McCullers and Peacock due to injury, and Arcidi because he's a rookie. Um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting that he's already slotted in as one of their starters to open the day or open the season. Who McCullers or Arcidi? Arcidi. McCullers just went. Oh, Was it you? Uh, no, I actually went with you. David Price. Uh, he, well, he got him. He got him for a good value. He's a guy that I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sort of not. I'm not looking at. I'm really price. not looking at him either. Um, but he went 30 picks after ADP. Um, I could have went Mitch Keller, but I have him on like all of my DCs. So why the hell does John Gray have an ADP of like 256? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, it's I'm like 256 picks too high. Yeah, <laughs> just probably. about. I mean, loose. Well, that, actually, that's well in this league. We're, I don't think there's. I don't think there's um, there's a uh, 300 uh, sorry 512 picks, uh, so um, he's like infinitely high. He shouldn't be drafted. He shouldn't be drafted. I don't think in this league. I mean, there's a little bit of K upside, but he was only a K per inning type guy last year. So plus he plays in course. Yeah. Um, I'm scrolling through the pitchers. I don't see a closer. Can I bum one off of you? <laughs> Do I even have, are some of my closers even closers? They're probably better than what's uh, out there right now. How many do you have? I have two. two. Okay. I'm actually comfortable with two, honestly. I did think that there was going to be a flyer guy that I could take, but I'm not seeing that. Uh, so I'll have to think about that later. Um, also, I I do have some – as soon as he's drafted, I will come back to it. But um, this is a guy that I think kind of correlates to your team, uh, something we talked about a little bit earlier. So uh, let's recap. Uh, I took David Price at pick number four of round 19, uh, then went Luke Voigt, Mitch Keller, Wilson Ramos, who fell, what, 60 picks after his ADP, which who cares, it's a catcher. Um, Jock Peterson, Mitch Haniger, Masahiro Tanaka. So you oh, sorry. are on sorry, deck. Sorry, I'm, I'm just throwing up in my mouth for when Tanaka was picked. <laughs> uh, so you you're actually on the clock. Ryan Braun was just just chosen. So, I am uh, the cl- I am on the clock here. So do you have any catchers? Do I have any catchers? <laughs> Toby just messaged me. Um, he said Blackman at 56 is pretty dope. It is. That is pretty dope, actually. Is he in your draft? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he picked uh, on the turn, and he got uh, his patented pocket aces in Verlander and Scherzer. Well, that's not surprising yep. at all. Okay, so I, you're on the I clock. Am... Let me look at your team. You need a corner, a util, an outfielder, and probably at least a dozen more arms because all of your starters are going to fall off. Yeah, you're right, but I'll worry about that after. Oh, you got a catcher. Don't tell me you're double tapping catcher. Yeah. You did. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna hang out with me. No, no, no. It's uh, we're on the war. We're on the war field right now, or battlefield. Yeah, that's weird. It defaulted Travis Darno to your corner infield spot. You might want to switch that around. I'll do that right now. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, so you double tapped catcher in round 19 and 20. Went Travis Darno and Tom Murphy. I've How done confident? that. In, I've done How that. In draft champion. Double tapped him. Nice. How confident are you in those two catchers? I'd give them a six out of ten. Six out of ten. 
What about you? How confident, how confident would you be in, in those two catchers that I just drafted? Um, I like Darno. Uh, I've drafted him in a couple of draft champions, but I've had to reach for Tyler Flowers uh, in those drafts. Yep, same. His injury concerns. Uh, Tom Murphy, I also uh, really like. I do think that there's a lot of bust potential for both of them, but that really fits your team. So, you know, you're pretty solid. Yep. They're just too old. Yeah, I'm going to be scraping the very bottom of the barrel at catcher, and I'm perfectly fine with it, actually. You're going to be going for Jason Castro? Ooh, where is he on ADP? He's way, way down. Yeah, he is. Thank you for telling me that name. I completely forgot about that. Uh, Yes, I probably will be later on. Okay, so what does my team need? I definitely don't need power. Believe it or not, one of my last offensive positions to fill is an outfielder after I filled the first four in my first eight rounds. That's crazy. I still need to fill an outfielder spot too. Um, all right. So after your pick of Tom Murphy, A.J. Pollock went, uh, Andrew McCutcheon, this is round two oh. or round 20. Um, Joey Lucchese and Jose Urquidy went, uh, pick number five around 20. Urquidy was someone I was looking at. I don't think he was going to make it back to you. So if you wanted them, you would have had to have taken them in uh, 19. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I figured. <sighs> Let's look at the catchers left. Molina is probably the best one left. Yeah, he is. And that's like right at ADP. If I, if I were to take him at my next pick, uh, let me right. open up the roster grid and see how many people don't have catchers. Oh, look, it's just me. Really? Yep. So I probably could have waited a bit. Well, well no, there's, I mean, people there's, there's people with yeah, one. Yeah, there's, there's six of... people with one um, and four people with both already. And just like that, I am on deck. Uh, Sam Hilliard, Austin Hayes, and Caleb Smith just went. So well, I wanted I, I wanted Hilliard. I thought he would um, – his ADP was 320, so he just went about 100 picks ahead of his ADP. Ooh, so, I like it. I love Hilliard. Whenever somebody takes somebody I want, I look, I look at the draft board and I'm just like, who the hell did that? <laughs> Timoni. Okay. Um, do you feel better now? Because you know who did it. Well, I feel better because <laughs> I don't. I feel better because I don't know him. Like if I was drafting with you and like I know you, and then you took yeah. him, it would just boil my blood. But now I'm just like, okay, this is. So I'm actually gonna hop some ADP here as well with my next pick. Um, okay. The ADP is not. Yeah. Not too. Um, not too accurate. Not too accurate. Well, yeah, I don't know if accurate is the word. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let me compare him to uh, his DC ADP. Uh, Milwaukee. Where is he? 262. And I took him at 237. Okay, so I took Adrian Hauser. Mm. I like Adrian Hauser. That's another one of those pitchers that fits into the Urquidy, Keller, Canning type mold. Yeah, and I have Kane. He's projected to be their SP2 this year. Uh, had really good ratios last year. Most of it were uh, out of the pen. But whenever they transitioned him to the rotation, I think he held his own, and I think he can even improve on that uh, coming into this year. So um, that, that pitching staff just always seems to get it done, like year in and year out. Yeah, there's, you know, there's, a, lot of, um, there's a lot of rotation spots that are up for grabs in that rotation. I think roster resource, if I, if I recall, the number five pitcher is Eric Lauer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they have Brett Anderson is their SP three, Josh Lindblom, uh, who came over from Japan as their SP four, and then Eric Lauer as their SP five. 
Wong just, Shin Su Chu, then Colton Wong just went. Yep. That's the one thing with my team that I'm a little bit worried about, and that's speed. So I'm definitely, let me look at the roster grid one more time. Let's see. So the three people that are picking ahead of me right now all have one catcher. If they decide to pick Yadier Molina to be their second catcher, I'd be a little bit upset because I want those six steals. I need them, actually. Yes, you do. Yeah. Um, so I am going to be leaning taking Yadier Molina here if he makes it. Uh, I am two picks away now. Would you go another catcher if he doesn't make it? Or you could probably, you could probably wait after that? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just pretty much nobodies after that, so might as well wait uh, and just get the, the end of the nobodies. Exactly. Yeah. I think Yadio Molina is perfectly fine. Um, there are other teams that I think need him more than I do because of his average blanket. Um, but I need him for the position that he plays. And the average doesn't really hurt me. Yeah, he's probably – yeah, he's the best catcher left available, I think. Yeah, for sure. So how long have you been playing these leagues for? Uh, this is my third year. This is my second year. I didn't really play too many of them last year. Yeah, that was my that was me. Uh, in my first year in 2018, I did one main event, um, and then I think I did like three DCs, and that was it. And I ended up winning my main event. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. Yeah. So I uh, dug real deep last year. Did another main event. Uh, did I think three or four online champions? Uh, yeah, you got Molina there, right? Yes, I did. Congratulations. Thank you so much. On, on everything you're saying, yeah. including, yes. including Molina. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also, I placed seventh overall in Memorial Day Second Chance League. That was by far my favorite draft. Expl- what, uh, explain that one. Uh, so on Memorial Day, uh, NFBC throws up basically an online championship. It's a 12-team league. Um, you just start from Memorial Day on, and you draft. Uh, so last year, guys like Josh Bell were going in like the first round. No and, way. <laughs> yes, and I was able to just load my team up. And I, I got Jose Altuve in like round nine because he was hurt. Um, you know, guys like Giancarlo Stanton in round 12. Obviously, that didn't really pay out. But I just kept capitalizing on value all the way. And now seventh in the overall didn't money. Top six did. But still, uh, Rob Silver was, was uh, sixth also. So I'm a little salty about that. Uh. That hurts. But that was how many how many how many leagues were there? Um that's a great question. I'm not sure. But yeah, that was by far my favorite league of last year. <sighs> okay, so you are coming up to pick here. Uh round twenty one. Let's let's recap that real quick. We got Brian Anderson coming off the board at pick number one. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, Marcus Stroman, Yadio Molina, who was my pick, John Birdie, Hunter Renfro, Daniel Murphy, which I like this late, Luis Arias, and Miguel Andujar. So you are two picks up. Where is this guy? Is he not? Is he even taken already? Who? I'm looking for. Actually, I'm gonna. I might. Um, I might make my co-host proud, Curlin, and uh, take Disco Fanny. He's not here. Oh, you know, I blame it. You almost screwed me over because I was spelling it disco. It's yes. disco. 
Desclafani. It's Desclafani. Disco he keeps calling him Tony Disco. And I'm like, who, who is Tony Disco? And then he told me, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. But now I'm spelling it wrong. I am on deck. And yeah, you're on deck. So I am going to... Um, hmm. Are you going to jump ADP and, and pick Desclafani here? I mean, it's only 30-something picks. So I don't think this is really time. jumping ADP in my, in my opinion. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to take Desclafani. Okay. Mike, Another Mike, risky Mike. SP for you. And then I am... You need outfield corner, util, and that's it. Yeah, we're almost to our bench spots. And I'm going to take probably an outfielder. Let me see if I can guess. I don't think you're guessing. Mark Canna. Yep. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Good guess. Oh, there's a, there's a closer. Oh, so I, 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 I took Tony Disco and I took Mark Hanna and then Michael Gibbons won. Yeah. We're going to have to cut this podcast off after your pick probably because I'm, we're, um, we're podcasting with Ray Butler at 10 o'clock. So I've got 12, oh, okay. yeah, no 12 minutes to do that. So we'll have to finish off the, we'll have to finish the rest of the draft offline. Sweet. Well, it's, it's always fun doing a podcast during a draft. Love it. Yes. This was, this was awesome, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll we'll stick around until, um, we can probably stick around for a couple more minutes, see how fast this draft goes. We'll definitely, um, we'll definitely uh, wait till you you picked here. I want to see, right. what you, I want to see what you're doing. Yeah. So I got a catcher available uh, as far as positions go, outfield available, and then all my bench spots. Um, yeah, it's kind of cruising along now. Well, Mike hasn't texted me, so that's a that's a good thing. Um, let me look at some of the values here. What's still on the board? Yeah. I mean, we're at pick 261. See your team. You need a catcher, and then you need an outfielder. Or... I kind of like David Peralta. Another guy, Mike's been Mike's been all over him. Yeah. I don't, I, do, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like him too much. I mean, this is a guy. Let me pull up his page real quick. I want to see where he's projected to hit first. Oh, crap. I'm on the clock. Um, he's projected to hit second. Wow, between Cattell Marte and Eduardo Escobar. That's really nice, especially as my fifth outfielder. Let me check his fangraphs page real quick. Because I rostered him in 2018. He hit 30 bombs, hit 293, um, 87 RBIs, 75 runs, a couple steals. And last year he was injured. Um, still hit 275. Yeah, I think I'm going to take David Peralta. Yeah, it's a solid pick. I like it. I don't need the average, but whatever. I'll take it. So that's my fifth outfielder. So I think we're both we're both filled our outfield. I'm not I'm not 100 confident with my outfield. I got a lot of uh, I got Avisel Garcia and I got Mark Canna and I got Luis Robert. Um, yeah, it was a little risky, but a lot of upside. Yeah, and so I'm probably going to take another outfielder or two in my reserve spots. I probably need to look at taking a catcher here because there's really not that many pitchers that I like on the board right now. Uh, actually, there's one that I'm a little intrigued by. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, it kind of fell right off the table. Yeah, look at that catcher here. Oh, there's another pitcher. But what I is, what's his name? Is, this, is Robert, Robertson Chirinos is there? Yeah, I'm not a fan of him. 
And then what else? I'm looking down there. What, what's the next catcher? Reese McGuire, and then there's Jason Castro. I don't know how that whole Toronto um, backstop is going to work out with him and uh, Danny Jansen. I, I don't know either. I, I think Roster Resource has Reese McGuire as they the do. starter. Yeah. I mean, they're the same age. Um, Jansen obviously has the pedigree, but oh, there goes Jansen. So he goes in the, the last pick of round 22. Makes your decision a bit easier. I'd go Castro. I'm actually – I'm thinking Castro might last a little bit longer because – He's just the buried there. Again. Yeah, he's buried in ADP. Well, who, who still needs a catcher? Uh, there's actually two teams. And they pick, they pick twice before I pick again, though. There's three other teams other than you that only have one catcher. Yeah. So I, I I'm actually know. okay with Kurt Suzuki as well as like a huge fallback plan. Uh, could also go Reese McGuire or Jacob Stallings. I heard I think it was Toby that was talking about Stallings, the starting yeah. catcher in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he said he's sort of his fallback for like a number three catcher. I think. Oh well, you know his number three is my number two. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, one man's number three is another man's number two. Exactly. Um, I'm actually I'm gonna go pitcher here. Don't do it. It's just which one? I have two. If you, I'll, I'll give you this. If you name one of them, I will not draft him. Oh, you give me your word, Savali. Yeah. Okay, I won't draft Savali. Was that one of them? Yes, it was. It was actually the one I was leaning towards. Nice. Um. I will choose AJ Puck. Nice pick. The great thing about AJ Puck, and this is what I alluded to earlier, I think Liam Hendricks has a little bit of competition for the closing job if AJ Puck does not make it as a starter. I never thought about it that way, but that's a good point. He was out of the bullpen last year uh, whenever he got called up. And I don't, I'm pulling up a roster resource now to see if they project him in the rotation, which they don't. They don't even project him on the roster, but there's guys um, like Mike Fires, uh, Chris Bassett as their SP5, Sean Manaya, Frankie Montas, Jesus Lazardo. And then the rest of their bullpen outside of Hendricks, Petit, Soria, and Diekman is kind of questionable. So even if he's like a long reliever, those ratios alone might be good Worth enough to, to play. Yeah. And then he could, if Hendricks struggles – he could slide right into that closing position. So I don't think Hendricks is as safe as you proclaim him to be. And that's all I'll say about that. Now you better draft Savali. I will if he uh, comes to me. Yeah, because he was, he was one of the guys that I was going to go after. Yeah. It's a gentleman's agreement, of course. Kind of. It was actually just pure luck that you draft, or that you picked him. And generosity from my part. So. It wasn't luck because he was a player that I wanted. Well, he's also a player that I wanted. So it was not luck. Okay, so <laughs> so there he goes. I'm, I'm, I'm drafting him, and I'm up again, and then I'm, ta- I'm taking Mackenzie Gore. Ooh, I like Mackenzie. That's a really good turn, uh, and it fits your team so well. Because when do waivers run? The first week of March? Yeah, it should. So, so by then you'll know. By then – if he's if he if if he's having the spring training that and there's news that he's going to be up sooner than later, he's going to cost a shitload. In fact. Oh yeah, and this so, is 
and in drafts too. I mean, this is a draft that you're doing really early. So the guys that he has to potentially quote unquote beat out um, Garrett Richards, who could get hurt any day now, Zach Davies, who is blah and Joe Casey, who has two pitches. Yeah. I don't mind it. If he's ready and they want to bring him up and I think they want to compete and I think he, he'll, they'll, they'll, they'll just knock out whoever, whoever's the last man standing on in that, in that rotation. Wow, you started a huge pitcher run. There's Crick. <clears throat> yeah, I was. I had Crick as, and I. You know what's funny? I think I got him in my last OC, which was last week in my in the last round, and here he goes in round twenty four. Somebody must have been hyping him. Probably Rob Silver or Vlad Sedler. Like that's that's usually how it works. I know. I know. Mike's been talking about him on on here quite a bit. He likes him a lot. He's mentioned yeah. him several times. Yep. So he goes um, – Stripling went right after Mackenzie Gore, which I really like. I didn't even notice Stripling. Uh, I probably should have picked Stripling over A.J. Puck. Um, that is my bad. Yeah, I don't know on Stripling. Um, everyone seems to be buying in, and everyone seems to be giving him a lot of hype. I don't – I it's I have, like this I, I, haven't got, I haven't got him yet. It's like this every year. There's always hype on Stripling, and then <laughs> the Dodgers Dodger, and everyone's upset about it. Um, oh, I definitely need to pick him. I like him. Okay, I think I'm good on pitcher now. All right, this is going to be our last pick of the pod because it's, sweet. Uh, we got three minutes until I got to talk to Ray. Mike's saying he might not be able to join, so I'm going to have to be doing it myself. All right, well, let's end it off on a high note. I will take a guy that we've been talking about uh, for a while now and fill up all of my starting positions. As soon as this guy ahead of me picks, I will choose Jason Castro. You're not risking him falling any further. Nah. All right, why don't you go through your team um, before we sign off here? Sure. Uh, Yadier Molina at catcher, uh, Jason Castro, Edwin Encarnacion, Mike Moustakis, Jorge Polanco, Anthony Rendon, Josh Donaldson, Kevin Biggio, Corey Seager, J.D. Martinez, Starling Marte, Eloy Jimenez, Yasiel Puig, David Peralta. That's my offense. Uh, pitchers are Garrett Cole, Patrick Corbin, Zach Grinke, Brad Hand, Madison Bumgarner, Jose Leclerc, Griffin Koenig, David Price, Adrian Hauser, and A.J. Puck. That's a great team. I love your team, and I think you had a lot of values fall to you, so good for you. I love it. Let's hear yours. My team, um, it's not full yet, but my catchers are Donard and Tom Murphy. Um, first base, Guriel. Third base, Sano. Those will be interchangeable. Lux at second. Story at short. Xander in the middle. My outfield is um, Soto, Loriano, Robert, um, Abasail Garcia, Mark Canna. Um, no reserves yet for the, on the offensive side. Pitchers are Luis Castillo, Luis Severino, Chapman and Hendricks as my closers. Back to my starters, Lamette and Julio Urias. Giovanni, Giovanni Gallegos um, and Keone Kella as closers or hopeful closers. Heaney, Discofani, Savali, and then Mackenzie Gore. So Very, um, very young. You definitely very, very young, very much upside. Hitting guys on your bench. I plan to, to hammer waivers, and I, wanna, I want the upside in this league. So I'm going upside. It's, it's a relatively shallow league compared to what we play. So Yes, all right, All right, so let's let's wrap it up. This is actually episode seven, which is a live, um, which is a live stream of a what I don't know if you call it a stream, but this is a live uh, live podcast of a draft that we do that we did. It was a 
$350 Rotowire online championship. Myself, Zach, and, and Colin. Um, so Colin, um, I guess let everyone know where they can find you on Twitter and uh, anything else you'd like to plug. Yeah, you can find me at CO the Wax 13. Uh, I'm part of Pitcher List and also Friends of Fantasy Benefits. Um, have a lot of fun with this baseball. Uh, do a lot of drafts. If you want to follow me, you'll probably see me join multiple drafts at one time. Uh, I have no shame and also a lot of credit card debt. Amazing. <laughs> so uh, how many total drafts have you done in the NFBC so far? So far? Uh, let me check. So I have all my live ones reserved. So I've done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine. That's pretty good for January 16th. Oh, it's only January 16th. You're pacing to do like 30. Oh, I'm pacing to do a lot. Well, more thank than, you so much yeah. for spending two hours uh, on yes. this podcast, but I don't know if I really a, have to thank you because you were just sitting there drafting anyways. Yeah. And I think I'm the one that asked if you wanted to do a live pod. <laughs> that could be. So, well, I pushed you into it. It was a blast though. Oh, I've been doing this draft anyways, but yeah, now I've got to move on to episode eight with Ray Butler. So thank you very Sweet. much, Colin, for uh, being part of this podcast. And I will talk to you later. All right, man. Later. See ya. See ya.